Okay, we are in Sefer Yeshayahu, Perek Lametzalad, Pasuk Aleph, Kirvu Goyim Lishmoa Ulam Umim Hakshivu. Again, this is a terrifying prophecy directed against the nations of the world who have, in the course of history, harm B'nai Yisrael, as we say, either physically or spiritually, with specific emphasis on Edom. Edom, as we know, is Aesop. Uh, it is also synonymous with Rome, the Gullus that we still find ourselves in today. Um, let's start with the specific emphasis on Edom. Edom, we know, as Aesop's heirs inherit the land of uh, Seir, and when B'nai Israel is leaving Egypt, it wants to cut through the land to get to Eretz Canaan, and they send word to Edom, it is in Hukas, Perek Chaf, Pasuk Yudalad, let me read parts of it. Vayishlach Moshe Melachim Mikodesh El Melech Edom. Moshe dispatches a delegation to Edom, telling him, we, of course, are your brothers. You know what we've gone through in Mitzrayim. Uh, and we now have been delivered in our way to the Holy Land. Nebra Naba Let us into your land to cross. We won't enter a field, a vineyard. Below Nishtemi Ber Derech Hamelech, we will not drink from me, we will walk on the main highway. Below Nitar Yamin Usmol, we will not look left or right. till we have passed through your land. Lo Savar, you shall not cross. I will come out with you armed with swords. So they make a counter-proposal. Now that we will go and whatever we eat, whatever we drink, we will pay you handsomely for. Now they go out, Edom, and they come with a great army. And by Yimaein Edom, the Saint Israel, they refuse to let them even touch through the land. By Yat Yisrael, love. Israel turns away and, of course, has to take a long, circumcuitous route around Edom. So that's the basis of it. Uh, what the Kaddish Baruch to Yishayahu is saying basically is not a single drop of Jewish blood shed over thousands of years will go unpunished. And of course that raises the question that, you know, this is at the end of days, post-Messianic era. Um, what are you going to do to these people who hundreds and hundreds of years ago killed Jews, etc.? You're going to bring them back to life, Tzviyas Amesim, and then kill them? Then obviously not. This has to mean some sort of metaphysical, some sort of spiritual death, the exact nature which, of course, eludes us. So the Navi begins. Kirbu Goyim Lishmoa gather your nations uh, and listen. Ulumim, the distinction between Ulumim and Goyim is Ulumim are the governments. Hikshivu, listen, pay attention. Tishma Ha'aretz Umaloa, let the earth and all of its inhabitants, Tevil the Kolt all the offspring 
that have uh, of the land, let them listen as follows. The fury of the Kaddish Baruch to those who have harmed Israel has been singeing all of those uh, who have done this. It is decided they are to die. They are being turned over literally for slaughter. Vachalaleim yishluhu, their bodies, the slain ones, will be thrown about. Upigrehem, that would be their corpses, their carcasses. Yaleb ha'asham will rise uh, in flame. Vinasmu horim yidamam, and the mountains will be stained with their blood, or melted really with their blood, which is, has to be an exaggeration. Uh, but what they're saying is their bodies will be left soon. They will not even merit the schus of kfura, of a burial. A burial. They will be left out there to rot. The namaku called swaha shamayim. The heavens will melt. The niglu kisefer hashamayim. And the heavens will be rolled together like a scroll. And their um, and their host, we'll discuss what that is, their angels uh, will be like a, a, a rock, as a leaf does on a vine, as a fig on a fig tree. We know from the Medrash that the Kaddish Baruch who has assigned Malachim, angels, that guide the destiny of each other nation, non-Jewish nations, there is a Malach in control. What we're saying here, he is going to do away, he's going to kill those Malachim, and once they are killed, their counterparts below here on earth are dead as well. That's Hillary. Yes. Edom is representative of uh, Israel's enemies. It's pretty remarkable that today you have, you have a nation like Iran or you have, um, you have Hamas and Hezbollah and the Palestinian Authority that, amazingly enough, still talk about destruction of Israel. And you have people throughout the world who think that's a good thing. Well, it's a perfect question. Let's take the Hamas and Iraq and Iran. They are the descendants of Yishmael. Some Mephoshim say that Yishmael is linked here with Edom. Look at it as an entity. So they're going to get, what it amounts to is that Edom and Yishmael are among those paid back, and every nation will be paid back. And again, we don't know when this is. It can accumulate. So no one, that's the point, no one is going to get away with, with a drop of blood. Continues on Pasakei, Ki Ripsa Bashamayim Kharbi, Hine al Edom Tered, Baal Am Kharmi Lemishwa. When my sword has been satiated in the heavens, that conforms with what we've said that the angels who are guarding the destinies of the other nations above have been slain. Now the people below, the nations will be marked for destruction. Um, I will destroy their light in the heavens 
And then again, as we say, destroy their counterparts uh, below. Cherev Lashem Moladam. The Kaddish Marachu Chamiyoko has a sword filled with blood, satiated, very interesting metaphor. Cherev Lashem Moladam Hadishona Mechelev Midam Karim Ba'atudim Mechelev Kloyos Elim. They are filled with the blood of sheep, goats, the fats of kidneys of rams. For Hashem, uh, uh, I will destroy this will be in the land of Edom and what's interesting is the metaphor that seems to invoke our carbonos it will be something like our carbonos slaughter will be though of people Moreover, now comes a more puzzling metaphor, the Yodu Re'emim. The Re'emim will come. Re'emim is a metaphor for kings or elite. They too will be destroyed, but it can also be a certain type of animal. Some say it's an exotic wild animal like a buffalo or rhinoceros. Yodu Re'emim, Uparim, Oxen. They will be satiated, the sword of the Torah, with blood and the dust saturated with fat. So we don't really understand what the connection is to Corbonos, but it will be involving animals. Um, and Hashem is going to pick the time. Hashem. Shem will pick the day for this vengeance, the year, etc., will be chosen, and it will be the year of repayment for the enemies who fought against Israel, or it has another meaning, it could be the year of redemption, for those who fought for Zion, the people of Israel uh, who fought, etc. Now, what happens? Um, the Nepru Nechalaha, their rivers will turn the Zephes to Tar, the Afara Ligafrit, their uh, land, the dust to sulfur, and the land will become like burning tar. The Hoysa Artsa Lezephes Ma'ola. It is a metaphor, as Radak says, for total destruction. A total take no prisoners for the land. There will be no inhabitants. Pasach Yod. Laila v'yomam lo This fire, this conflagration will not be extinguished night and day. La'olam yale ashana. The smoke will rise forever. Midar l'dar tehrav. From generation to generation, la netzach eternally netzachim ain overba. No one will even pass through. Is this actual? Is it metaphorical? We don't know yet. Continues on Yud Aleph, the Yershut and the land will be so devastated. The Yershua ka'osviki po biyanshufa oregish kanuba. What they're saying is that only wild animals will occupy it. And even the wild animals have a mythical, uh, metaphorical meaning. Uh, the Yerusha, they will inherit it. The ka'os, 
we would call a pelican, the kipod, a porcupine. Yanshuk is an owl, orev is a raven, uh, etc. They're the only ones so far that are going to inhabit uh, the earth. God has drawn, as it were, a plumb line of emptiness. In other words, the, the metaphor is like we construct with a straight line so we can build the bricks with the same care that we build and construct the Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to destroy. Um, and there will be nothing left, nothing but stones. Yud Beis, Choreha, Choreha we would consider to be their um, nobility, their ruling elite. Forever ancient. There are none. Malufa Yikro, there's no one there that they can invoke leadership. They're gone. The whole Sareha UFS. Its leaders will be non existent. Therefore, if there are no leaders, there are no people to lead. The also Armanoseha Sirim, now we're discussing again Edom. Its palaces will grow thorns and thistles and it will become the dwelling, again, the animals occupying. Their fortresses are reduced to wasteland, just rubble, thorns. And it will be the place where jackals and serpents and ostriches will just have each other, as it were, uh, to talk to. Upoch Shutzim, that's what it's going to be. The animals, now it could also mean, same proportion, not just wild animals, demons. Demons will occupy the wasteland and meet each other. Upoch Shutzim, as Iim, the Sawyer, Alrei, Ehu, Yikra, they will call to each other. They will find rest there at night. Just the animals, these wild animals, will find refuge. Continues on this animal metaphor. Shamokininor Kipos, the snake will be there and will bury its eggs and will call out to each other in the shade, the dark of Etzila, Achshamnik Betsu Dios Eishish Usa. There will the vultures gather with each other. In other words, it's going to be just a convention, as it were, of wild animals occupying a totally desolate wasteland, inflamed day and night. Um, Tessayim, Darshumayel Sefer Hashem, says Yishayor, you don't understand searching the book. Dami al Sefer Hashem. Look in specifically the Torah. What does that mean? It could mean voracious, the animals gathering on the ark. Shmos, they're the plague of wild animals. Vayikra is the kosher animals and trait animals. Look at it and you will find it even in Yeshayahu. And says the Kodesh Barakamayah, the Koru Achas Mehena, Lo Nedra Asa Reusa, Lo Paktu Kipihu Tziva, Berucho Hu Kipsan. None of them will be missing. Every one I have mentioned of these destructive forces will be active. None will fail to participate. Why? Because I have commanded Kihu Tziva, Berucho Hu Kipsan. It is brought together 
in my spirit. This is an interesting metaphor. They will cast lots for these wild animals, apportioning Edom like it were an inheritance. The Kaddish Baruch will distribute land to them. The, nothing but the animals will inherit it. They will dwell there forever. So, very interestingly, this parak, Rav Schwab points out, is read or traditionally in Germany, was read in Ashkenazic shuls after Kinos on Tishabot, which is strange because we know there's a halacha that you don't learn anything that's not what we call in Yone Dioma, pertinent to the day of Tishabot, morning. We read from Yirmiyahu about destruction. We wouldn't read something like this, which is a message of hope. Why? says Rav Schwab, because obviously these Ashkenazic rabbis living at the time of the Crusades, the 13th century, their communities were being destroyed right next to them. Their communities, to the left, to the right, you had to give them a message of hope. So the tradition has come down that they still read this parrot in German Ashkenazic synagogues after Kinos. We mentioned Rav Schwab. It's only fitting, let him have the closing Words, let me quote, this Nevoah, says Rev Schwab, like so many others regarding the time of Mashiach, is shrouded in mystery. We don't know what it really means, nor are we required to know now, that's the key word, what it really means. We are required only to learn the words of these Nevoahs as per Torah Shebiktav, um, and retain them for posterity. So when these nabuos are realized, continues Rav Schwab, everything contained in them will become clear. We will know at this time that every word of the Nevi'im came true and what each word means. Let's hope he's right on that. Ad Khan.